Hello, Basket News fans. Uh, welcome to our round discussion. Um, I'm Indogas Gobikas, and I'm joined by my colleagues, um, Uygar Karacha and Yorgos Kiriakidis. Um, gentlemen, hello. 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 So today we're going to talk about NBA Summer League, uh, which just finished last night with Sacramento winning uh, their second title in, in franchise history and Louis King winning the MVP. However, for us, the most important thing is um, the international, the, 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 play, the playing of international players. And so I want to talk, you know, about how did how our international players did in the Summer League. And obviously there were plenty of good and not so good. And so we got, I want to start with you. Alperen Shengun, in my opinion, was the international MVP of the Summer League. He finished with double-double averages, uh, fifth in rebounding, third in, in block shots. So what can you say about his performance? Mindagos, um, I absolutely agree with you. And I think uh, many of the, not only international, but also um, um, US-based um, commentators also underline the fact that Alperen um, over uh, uh, achieved the expectations. Um, so he made uh, 15 points, 15 rebounds against Cleveland, against Evan Mobley. We are talking about a really, really big um, player, like a, with a very high uh, draft um, pick. Um, and then uh, he played against Detroit, uh, Kate Cunningham, and uh, 21 points and eight rebounds. And against Toronto, Orlando had its good numbers. But the good numbers doesn't matter that much. This is Summer League. Um, these numbers are sometimes exaggerated, but this is an international market that everybody wants to make it in the NBA. So um, there's a chance to compare. Look at Usman Garuba. Look at Filip Petrushev. Look at Evan Mobley. Alperen dominated in terms of performance and adaptability uh, and his confidence dominated them all. That's what we can say. And that's impressive. So is it safe to say that here... With his play, he earned the contract, and we should be able to see him in the NBA next season. What do you think? I think, yes, he already signed the contract according to the reports, and um, his main competitors is going to be like uh, Daniel Tice and Christian Wood in there. So I think um, he uh, fairly impressed everyone, including the uh, Houston Rockets general manager, Rafael Stone, and the yeah. coach, of course. And I agree. I think he's in good situation in Houston because they're a rebuilding team looking for young talent. And here he is really producing and should probably earn a, a good spot on the team. Um, besides Shengun, he was not the only Turkish player to shine in the summer league. So what can you tell us about Omer Yurtseven, who, in my opinion, just came out of nowhere and averaged 20 points and almost 10 rebounds. What can you say about it? What can you tell us about him? Omer Yurtseven's story is a little bit different um, because Alperen Sengun uh, just excelled um, very fastly from Bandarma and then uh, Beşiktaş then to Houston Rockets. But uh, Omer Yurtseven uh, shined at earlier levels. It's been Five or six years that we know, maybe more, that we know about him. And then he is going to be an important player. He started at Fenerbahce, then things went a little bit uh, not that well with uh, Coach Obradovic and uh, other stuff went on. Then he left NC to NCAA, NC State, 
then he played there and then he then the program went wrong and then he changed transfer to, to another university he played for patrick ewing at georgetown and then he found a two-way contract with um, oklahoma uh, oklahoma city affiliate uh, gilly club i guess and then miami so it's a little bit expected because he was always a player that um, improved his abilities okay he's a shot blocker he's a good uh, big player under the rim but he's also improving his shots as the summer league uh, players shown and his clutch plays um, he knows how to do what to, what to do when to do um, we, we saw it at the Memphis game uh, double overtime he forced uh, double overtime so what's what's next for him do you have any info on where he's gonna end up next season well it seems like he joined Miami Heat and you know Miami Heat is a club that um, every time um, finds and then uh, develop those kind of players who did not make it uh, that well, like Bam Adebayo. So, um, and plenty of examples are there. Uh, Duncan Robinson is one of them. So, I, I think he he will have a future there. And so, to finish this uh, Turkish uh, sort of topic, obviously you guys have two strong teams in the EuroLeague and the EuroLeague champions and whatnot. But what's the vibe in Turkey regarding the NBA and then the Summer League? Do 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 Turkish basketball fans follow the NBA and then the Summer League? Definitely. I mean, uh, since the 90s, I've been uh, witnessed that NBA uh, interest has been growing in Turkey and then uh, it went on uh, to a very high level with uh, players like Mirsad going there, Mirsad Turkcan going there, Hidayet going there, Mehmet Okur going there, Ibrahim Kutlu, I tried it there. And then um, now we have the other guys, uh, new guys, Yedi Osman and Hukan uh, Korkmaz playing there. Ömer Arşik was a very important player, uh, had a decent career. And now the vibe uh, has grown because the Summer League was um, really, really closely followed by Turkish fans. That's what I can say in the middle of the night, despite this is Summer League. Um, and Alperen Şengün just um, exploding and um, Ömer Yusuf playing very good and even Seamus uh, was uh, also having his part as well. So the vibe was great. Uh, everyone, I believe, um, that's my observation from social media, followed it very closely. Great. So now you just have to translate that success into the national team success, which you wrote about a couple months ago. So yeah, hopefully that will happen. So Yorgos, let's move on to you um, in regards to performances of other European players. And um, let's start with Filip Petrushev, whom you um, interviewed before the draft. You spoke with him in grand, great length and who just uh, signed a contract with the EFS uh, yesterday. So what what's your take on his performance in the summer league? Yes, uh, Petrushev didn't take the court for the fifth and final time with the 76ers against the Utah Jazz. Uh, according to the team official, he departed from Vegas on Monday, and the Serbian big man is headed back to Europe to prepare for the coming season with Anadolu FS. Uh, some background to his case. Uh, following the draft uh, a few weeks ago, President of Basketball Operations, Daryl Morey, confirmed that the plan is to have uh, Petrushev continue his career overseas next year. Uh, although his contract situation would allow him to play in the NBA uh, next season and Petrushev uh, would be open 
to doing so. The Sixers don't want to keep him, keep him for now. Um, now the deal, his deal with Anadolu Efes is for one year, essentially replacing Sertak Sanli and the roster. Uh, at Gonzaga, he was traditional back to the basket center. Uh, in the modern NBA, I think post players are expected to stretch the floor as uh, shooters or uh, to be athletic rim-running shot blockers. Uh, he's aged 21. Uh, he already has uh, ample experience of playing abroad, uh, having also spent uh, part of his uh, youth career with Basconia in Spain that we should also not forget. His last year in the Adriatic uh, League was characterized by the strength he has shown throughout his career so far. It's his uh, good rebounding ability, his mobility, his dangerous shooting. Uh, Playing-wise, uh, he averaged 17 minutes, uh, 4.3 uh, points, uh, 2.8 rebounds per game, and two blocks in Las Vegas. Um, he shot uh, about 37% from the field, misfired in all three uh, or three-point uh, attempts. Um, he uh, was uh, very good for Megabasket last season in, in his hometown of Belgrade. Uh, Petrusev is uh, known for his ability to space the floor and knock down perimeter shots. Um, that's uh, one of his main uh, strengths. Um, he produced three blocks and one steal uh, in the victory of the 76ers over the Dallas Mavericks. And um, he got a lot of praise. Uh, he said, uh, he told the media that he wanted to show that uh, he can play defense, especially coming into the NBA. Uh, he knows he is very uh, cognizant of the fact that he's going to be a role player for sure, at the beginning at least. Um, so just getting those limited minutes, uh, he thinks that he will be able uh, to uh, just give 100% on offense and on defense. His intentions, uh, probably would uh, be to come over as soon as possible to the NBA, which is not happening because he will be playing for Andalou uh, FS uh, next season, as uh, we said earlier. So, but as you mentioned, uh, in limited time, has he showed enough to prove that, you know, he belongs in the NBA in, in some time in the future? Um, the thing is, uh, it was thought that he lacked the footwork needed to guard NBA caliber players. Um, while the NBA Summer League isn't exactly the NBA in terms of dynamics, okay, and the quality of the teams and the players participating, uh, Petrusev has shown uh, that he's a better defender than expected. Um, and that's uh, what the Sixers assistant Brian Adams told the, the press that they always kind of uh, th have thought of him as a finesse offensive guy. And obviously, it's a little bit of a European big stereotype uh, surrounding his case and also other cases of uh, European, European centers or power forwards. Um, then he was down there blocking a lot of shots, uh, showing um, he is capable of protecting the rim. And uh, I think the 76ers guys were uh, more than pleased to see that. All right. Um, so uh, the highest European pick, uh, Franz Wagner, I believe the eighth overall, mm -hmm. had a poor three-point shooting performance in the Summer League, but still received plenty of uh, playing time. So what do you... What's your take on his performance uh, with the Orlando Magic? Yes. Uh, Wagner is the younger brother of Moritz Wagner, who finished the last season with the Magic and also played at Michigan a couple of years earlier. Uh, he's a forward who was the eighth, as you said, Mendoza's overall pick out of the University of Michigan. Uh, definitely needs to add some strength 
at his uh, slim frame, but that's also understandable since he will turn 20 later this month. I think he's a better shooter than he showed in Orlando's exhibition games. Uh, he played in four out of five when he went a combined two of 13 from three. Um, he made uh, 35% of his threes last season as a sophomore, but hadn't played any five on five since uh, the season ended uh, on March uh, 30. Um, that's a lot of time. He needs some time to reacclimate and time to adjust to the NBA. And despite the shooting struggles uh, that he had, uh, Wagner was uh, Orlando's second best player after Jalen Suggs. His jumper uh, looked stiff from NBA distance. I think uh, his overall shot uh, shooting mechanics, including start and release point, are somewhat too low. Uh, even if he makes those shots, it's going to be difficult to shoot on the move off the catch or off the dribble with his current form, uh, which limits his potential offensive uh, impact in a way. Uh, creating his own shots, uh, improving his dribble uh, in the half court are things uh, to be taken care of, I think, in the future for him. Uh, other than that, Wagner is a smart player, something that manifests on his cutting game. He has a great feel for the game. He knows when and where to be at the right time. He tries to find the right reads, make the right pass. He also runs the floor pretty well for someone his height. He's uh, two meters and five centimeters. Uh, however, he shines most on defense. He's an alert, uh, talkative team defender who understands the rotations and what opponents are doing. Uh, his height, his length should make him an asset on that end on the floor. Uh, plus, the feedback he got from coaches and teammates uh, was very encouraging. Uh, most were impressed with his talent, his work ethic, his basketball IQ as well. Orlando sent several Russell players to Las Vegas this year, which surely helped him and Jalen Sachs as well get acclimated to their new system and teammates. Uh, joining Wagner and Sachs were Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton, Ignace Barzdeskis, uh, while the new coach Jamal mostly led the way uh, for everyone. Uh, Suggs and uh, Wagner joined a young roster in the beginning stages uh, of the rebuild. Um, and the Magic traded two-time All-Star Nikola Vucevic at the trade deadline last season, along with Aaron Gordon and Ivan Fournier. The roster now features nine players under the age of 25, and that uh, element, that particular uh, element, uh, I think will uh, be of uh, assistance to, to Wagner as well. You you butchered the Brazdowski's, uh, no, Brazdeki's last name, but I'll, I'll forgive you that. Ig so, Ign Ignas. Ignas Brazdeki's, yes. Yeah. Um, so going back to France, uh, what, what are the chances of seeing two brothers playing next year on the same team in the NBA? Do you think, think he will end up on the main team? That, yeah, uh, I think that's the most probable scenario right now. Um, all the, the, the feedback that he got is very, very encouraging uh, ahead of the future. And I think he will make the cut in the end. All right. Okay, finally, I want to talk about uh, Usman Garuba, who, in my opinion, slipped a little bit in the draft, was also late for the Summer League uh, because of the Tokyo Olympics, and who's also, who also has that gigantic uh, transfer fee from Real Madrid. Um, so what do you think? Did he improve his stock with his play in the summer league, with his limited play in the summer league. Should I go first? Yes, sir. So, um, Garuba, if he uh, improved his stock, uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, nevertheless, uh, he's a player that can play, that's for sure. Uh, I think he got some chances during the summer league. Um, he has experience playing with EuroLeague. Uh, playing with Real Madrid, who is uh, a high-caliber uh, club. 
Um, I believe that um, he can make uh, the roster in the end, um, although not from a starting point, let's say. He can be a role player, he can be a bench player in the beginning. Um, he has already signed a contract, okay? Yeah. Uh, and I think his first NBA stage will be a little bit better than what we saw uh, of him during the Summer League. We got what do you think of Garuba's potential in the NBA? Because he's gonna be teammates with the Alperen, correct? Yeah. Um that's that was a little bit um bad luck for him because um Alperen really just came there and played like he's been playing there um in the last three or four years. And Osman Garuba um was a little bit anxious in the beginning, I guess. Um he was not taking his shots. He was just trying to, you know, stick on the ground and uh, find his minutes and to try to do everything right. And same thing goes with Philippe Petrushev. I was kind of um, surprised because I thought Philippe Petrushev was going to be a more impactful player in the Philadelphia 76ers Summer League um, organization. But I see Osman Garuba has very unique uh, skills um, and it is worth uh, trying uh, him uh, in the NBA. I think he will eventually make it in the NBA because he's switching and defending skills. And at the same time, um, his ability to cover both the guards and also the interior and uh, the, the, the spots near to the rim. Um, I think it is going to be revealed soon, but um, it's going to be a very, very patch way. Sometimes it's better in that way because uh, if you go and right away play, I mean, nobody is like, not many players are like Luka Doncic, okay? You cannot go and just right away play there. But Usman Garuba is an exceptional talent, and I think he has a lot of stock to play uh, in the NBA uh, for the future. But uh, I'm with Yorgos in, the, in here. Eventually, he will make it, but not now, maybe. Okay, so any other players that uh, we haven't discussed here that possibly caught your attention uh, and are worth mentioning here in this segment? Yeah, um, I would like to mention about Seamus, uh, actually. Um, uh, Seamus didn't find uh, lots of lots of minutes uh, and lots of lots of responsibilities, but also he um, showed his um, unique abilities to attack to the rim. You know, he has this habit to attack to the rim. Um, sometimes he overdo it, but I like that uh, approach. I mean, he goes for the dunks. The whole time, uh, and he made one of them uh, against Phoenix, and I love that. Uh, of course, physically he kind of struggled at times, but uh, you know he fought. He gave a good fight. Also, I like Quentin Grimes, New York Knicks. I mean, the, I know the guy from the NCA last season. They made the final four, uh, and they played the semifinal. And he's a very good um, catch and shoot three pointer, and he I think shot forty um, percent from. Uh, three-point range. Um, also, some other players like, of course, um, Max Strist uh, for Miami Heat. Uh, he's been kind of a leader. And Davion Mitchell's defense, defensive stock against, um, in the final, of course, um, against Boston and Pritchard, uh, Peyton Pritchard. That was impressive. I know also Davion Mitchell from Baylor uh, last season, a couple of seasons. He's been playing exceptionally well. But he showed his defensive stock and his abilities in the defense. I think he can make a difference in the NBA. 
Yorgos, anything to add? No, if the Summer League has a utility, it's that it gives many players the chance to shine and sign a contract with an NBA team or head overseas. The Summer League exists uh, not to find out who can play at the NBA level, um, but to give teams an opportunity to judge which players have a chance of contributing to them. Um, okay, success for this year's Summer League was simply having a Summer League because it was not... Uh, <laughs> given that it would uh, take place. Next year, the NBA plans uh, to, to play uh, its usual October to June schedule, uh, putting the Summer League in its regular slot, uh, namely in July. Um, so in terms of players, uh, I would um, stick to those who kind of underperformed or we expected more from them. Um, one of them uh, could be Alexander Dokumbo, his brother of finals MVP, Yanis. He came off the bench for the Sacramento Kings, for the champion Sacramento Kings, uh, during the Summer League. Uh, now, of course, he's a Summer League champion. All four basketball playing at the Cool Brothers have won a championship of some sort uh, in the past, I don't know, 300 days or so in the past year. Costa uh, Dokubo won uh, the championship in 2020 with, uh, in the Orlando bubble with the Lakers. Tanas and Yanis won this year's championship with the Milwaukee Bucks in July. Uh, and now we have Alexander Dukobu, the youngest of the five brothers who has submitted his name uh, for the NBA draft, who wasn't selected by any team. Um, he's 19, 19 years old. He had workout sessions for the Houston Rockets, for the Pacers, for the Spurs as well. Uh, he will try to get an NBA contract. I'm not so sure about that, it will, whether he will succeed. Um, the, the Summer League route is, uh, in this particular case, uh, the safest one uh, to pick. Uh, coming out of high school, he had some offer from a few colleges employed, including DePaul, um, Ohio, Green Bay. Um, instead, selected to head overseas, signing a contract with uh, Uca Murcia uh, in Spain. He appeared in just one game with the senior team, logging two minutes uh, in one contest. Um, I'm not uh, that sure that his future will be in the NBA anytime soon. The same... Uh, could go for Kalaitzakis. Kalaitzakis has a contract with the Milwaukee Bucks. He just played two games with them. Um, uh, his first uh, Vegas Summer League uh, presence, his debut, um, he, I think he was kind of impressive, scoring nine points uh, with three or five uh, two-pointers. Uh, he had seven assists as well. It seems that the injury problem uh, that he acquired uh, during uh, the second of his uh, games deprived him uh, of participation uh, in another game with the Milwaukee Bucks the Summer League. He will be um, a rotation player like uh, maybe Thanasis Antetokounmpo was, uh, especially in his first, in his first uh, year with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. And I think Uygar will, will join me in this as well, that... It was really nice to have Summer League back this year. And, and especially after last season's cancellation due to pandemic, we could all find out what we were missing for, which is a lot of games packed to, into short, compact schedule, a lot of action in one place. So for us, you know, sort of a basketball junkies, this is perfect environment. You know, you just watch a lot of games, great games, young talent, uh, experience talent some of that and so it's 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 been absolutely amazing and i i'm, I'm really happy with what, what we what we got this this year with from the nba summer camp absolutely absolutely um also it's a competitive case i mean you can see all those players in in one um, big um big 
uh, arena, big platform to compare that. For instance, Matthew Hurt playing uh, alongside uh, Alperen Schengen, for instance. Duke, Duke uh, star, last year's star, playing with uh, Besiktas star. Uh, but one remark, Filip Petrushev and FS is a good fit, I guess. Maybe this is a topic of another discussion uh, of a podcast or a videocast. Uh, but because he is a very familiar with um, Euroball screen type of continuity plays at Gonzaga, and that's what FS does, a lot of them. Um, I think he's going to be uh, a good fit for FS, by the way. That's, that's the right place for him for now. I, I agree absolutely. I think they found a quality replacement for Shanli, and uh, I think they really improved their roster with, with Philip's addition. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, thank you guys for joining. Thank you all for watching. It's, as always, great talk, great time, and uh, thank you, and um, see you soon. See you. Thank you. Bye.